Cause you're only a man And a man's got to learn to take it Try to believe Though the going gets rough That you gotta hang tough to make it History repeats itself Try and you succeed Never doubt that you're the one And you can have your dream You're the best around Nothing's gonna ever keep you down You're the best around And nothing's gonna All right, the shift report, little, uh, today's Wednesday? Yep, Wednesday. little Wednesday morning motivation for you. Uh, this is uh, the shift report, episode five. Ben. What's up? Greg. Um, yeah, what's going on, guys? Been a few weeks. Yeah. Back it's, to our old ways. <laughs> fucking slipping again, man. It's all good. I oh. got super fans fucking hitting me up. When's the next shit coming out? When's the next shit coming out? I'm serious. We actually have super fans. I'm like they also might just be coworkers too, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh if you could spot this song right off the bat. You're a real one. We'll give you a high five virtually. We'll give you a high five emoji. Yeah, that's it. Um DM us, tell us what song this was, and I'll fucking high five your ass with an emoji. <laughs> okay? Not your actual ass, though. Not your ass. <laughs> Unless you want it like that. Hey. No, stop it. No, start it. <laughs> stop it. Oh, man. All right, so what do we got going on today? Well, typical stuff. Uh, unprepared. Yeah, um, no, not really. I mean, we knew the, at least the subject we were going to be talking about. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. The details about it, that's... If we plan it out too much, I feel like it's not... doesn't come just... It's got to come naturally. Yeah, you're right. Like, oh, dead air, sweet, awesome. <laughs> no. Already, we're two and a half minutes in. Good. No. <laughs> our shows are fluid, just just like our genders. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Oh, it's so bad. What is wrong with you? Oh, it's all right. Um, how's work? I worked till three last night. Well, yeah, I, I got let out at two. Oh, that's good. Little little hour. We got a snow day today. Yeah, it sucks. Out there shoveling. That was like six inches, three inches maybe, three or four inches. I think it was like three or four inches. I don't think I. I don't think whenever I stuck my, you know what? I don't think I hit the concrete. So it's probably it was probably at least probably four inches out there. Four inches, yeah. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, it's not even that cold either, so it's not too bad. I heard the roads were terrible though this morning, for the morning commute. Oh, uh, probably that's why all the schools are closed. It's like a, a chopper talking traffic about traffic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you want us to do your traffic in your area, DM us where you live, and we'll do one in an episode. We'll see how fun that gets. We got enough hot traffic anchors around here to. Why don't they add two more? <laughs> Not us, not us. I just think we just need two more for a good rotation. He opens for me. Uh, do, do you have the opener over there? Uh, I don't know where the opener is. Can I just slam it off the side of this IKEA no, table? No, probably not. <laughs> probably not a good idea. Probably the worst idea you ever had. It's on top of the bookshelf. You don't think that? Uh, you don't think that if I slam it off the IKEA table, it will work? No, and I successfully did it off of my wedding ring at the holiday party we had. Because I was 
hammered. I tried doing it the next night, and I wasn't as drunk. Yeah. And I said, ow, this hurt it's really bad. Did you fuck up your ring? No. Not at all. You know how fucking pissed mom would be if you fucked it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all right, though. It's not like it's... Like, it's just a plain silver ring. Oh, you're not... I can get that buffed out. You're not? Mm-mm. Okay. No, 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 no. Um, soon. Someday. Yeah, next episode. Okay. And, um... <clears throat> Yeah, no, work was uh whatever. I don't know, man. Work I just Actually, can we we could probably talk a little bit about work. About about the new scheduling. Oh yeah. So a couple things with our schedule. So it was a huge perk coming to us from a different unit because every other unit was doing six week schedules and we were doing four week schedules. Yeah. Which a lot of people saw as a perk coming to the ED from like med surge or whatever maybe. Oh yeah, people coming from somewhere else yeah. coming to us. When they heard that we scheduled on four weeks, like after they took the job, they were like super happy. And it's awesome because four weeks is, yeah, it's still a little long, but it's not six weeks, which is an extremely long amount. Like a, a, that's a huge amount of time to try to think ahead and things come up. It's impossible. Yeah, and things come up. So our Anyways, schedule, cheers. oh yeah. Uh, Heineken shower beer again. Yeah, lagers are bottom or top. I forget. What? It's different depending on what beer you have. Bottle wise, I think it's bottom. What do you mean? When where you're supposed to cheers in certain spots. I did not know that. Yeah, I think lagers are down. I think they're the bottoms. I think you cheers. I can't remember though. Why does it sound different or what? No, I think it's just a. It's probably from some country. Cultural thing. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. That's interesting. Um. Anyways, go ahead. But Sh so we. Scheduling. So we would make our schedules on a piece of paper and submit them to a scheduler and they would make the schedule. There was wiggle room because it was a human doing it. Yeah. So there was a lot of wiggle room and you got so many requests per schedule, all that good stuff. Put on there all your classes you have to go to, your meetings you have. Well, now we have to switch over to the... And first of all, I want to say that they did a great job. Absolutely. And I would not want that job at no. all. That job blows. No. Horrible job. Just I mean, we have how many employees? Like, how many nurses? 40? I think more. Probably. I don't remember how many we have. Somebody said it recently, actually. But, you know, it's it's a lot to do. Yeah. So, typically, the there's some nurses in our unit that have been there for, like, over 25 years, 30 years, and they get a preferred schedule. Yeah. So, they would put their schedule in. Then they would put all of, like, the overnight people that have overnights listed on to cover the overnights and then they would put the casuals in because they wanted them to be able to work as much as they could yeah and cover shifts and then they put the rest of it in well now we're switching over to the digital the whole health system uses this this uh system it's a ge product people already know probably what it is shift select mm -hmm. um you could say shift select i think yeah i'm allowed to say that that's national product uh, so yeah, so we're switching to that and then they're moving us from four weeks to six weeks in terms of making the schedule and they're putting us into two groups mm -hmm. and you put your schedule in at like starts like at five o'clock on some like random four day. On a Sunday. Yeah. Um, the first day that I have to do it, I'm obviously working it's smack dab in the middle of my shift. I'm a 10 to 10 and it starts at five o'clock on like a Thursday. Dude, it just means that no, no patient care will be done. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, so we're switching to that, but the real kicker is 
they're changing how many nurses we have at a given time. So we probably talked about this before, like our the way our department works is we have zones of mm -hmm. 10 rooms, basically. Yeah. Three nurses in each zone, a doctor, a tech, and a, a unit secretary. So the first zone is obviously like the 24 hour zone. It's always open. We call that our blue zone. Then the red zone opens up at 8 a.m. Now what they're gonna do is, you're only gonna have two nurses come in at eight o'clock. The next nurse doesn't come in until nine. And then there's another zone that opens at 10. They said they're gonna try their, quote unquote, try our best to schedule two nurses at 10. Otherwise, there's one nurse back there at 10. The next nurse comes in at 11. Then there's another zone that opens up at 12 noon. And that one, you're only going to get two nurses that come in at 12. And the third nurse comes in at one. Jesus Christ. So what they're doing basically is they are trying to, they're trying to make the schedule super lean. But there are some days where the blue zone is completely filled. Mm -hmm. The next zone that opens up gets bang, 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 bang. Yeah. Hit with every every new patient that comes in. Mm -hmm. So if you have only have two nurses over there, if you have to open up the next one, they're not, they're, you know, add a third nurse. You can't do that yet. Right. So each of those nurses is going to have three patients or four patients, excuse me. Then when the new person comes in, they either have to keep their patients or try to hand off another one mm -hmm. to that person. So that new nurse coming in is going to get two random patients that they didn't even take care of yet what upsets me is that the the people tr rolling this out to us are trying to they're they're masking it and they're disguising it as this is going to be better for you oh yeah this program is the best best, the best yeah, program ever sure there's we an app an, there's yeah. an app you can use to look at your schedule we get an email every other day saying that this shift select is on downtime is down yep emergency downtime not even like we're going to do some preventative maintenance no it's like it's emergency downtime. And it's, I got that app on the app store. It's Guess how many stars? One and a half, I One think. One and a half. Yeah. Out of like 50,000. Right. <laughs> but but it's just all this stuff's being shoved down our throats as this is going to be good for you, good for the department, blah, 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 blah. I think, I think people act or they, they're, they think we're dumb. Yeah. They that's think what we're it comes dumb. down to. Yeah. I see through all this bullshit. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I'm not trying to get fucking called in the fucking office. So let's just change the subject. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's our life right now. That's a big talking point at work right now. I just, uh, I have, I have fears as to where the, where our department's going because, you know, people complain about upstairs all the time. You know, all, all the floor nurses, mm -hmm. they're short this, they're, they understaff that, the ratios of this and that. And that's just where we're going. And then another big rumor is truly going to four to one and it's come from a different couple of different sources i've heard it but i already told somebody i said i thought told you this i was like i got a i got a, a folder full of evidence-based practice and research that says that that is completely irresponsible to your patient safety right so and somebody said well it's probably because they see that there's probably other departments in our serve in our system that don't that have like four to one or they have larger ratios. And, and I say, yeah. And then that's probably why we have the best patient satisfaction scores oh, yeah. out of anybody is because we actually have the time to devote to our patients. 
So why are you gonna why are you gonna sacrifice these incredible ratings when everything now is outcome based and not how many people you can take care of in a given day? Dude, it's all it all comes back to money. Yeah, but at but they but there is research that says you will lose money if you go higher, you know, more more patients per nurse. There's a it's multi there's a multi factor. There's different things that cause that, and in the long run, it ends up costing you more. Our department doesn't even lend itself to four to one. No, Just the design. The, the design. Is the it? design. Yeah, but that's a whole another whole another thing. We'll we'll talk about if it happens. Yeah. Right now, these are skeptical things. Yeah, the the scheduling thing is super skeptic because it hasn't come out yet. But it's going to be a mess the first the first couple times. We all got our tinfoil hats on. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, what else do we got? It's the Illuminati. It's the Illuminati. <laughs> they're controlling our. Don't uh, say that because you say it, they're gonna they're gonna flag it. <laughs> they're gonna flag it right away. <laughs> but um, who what who else? Flat Earthers. Mm-hmm. They're they're probably the Illuminati, probably. Yeah, who knows? What's the what's the end game there? Like, what's the underlying? Like, why would they want to? Why would they want us to believe there's a flat earth? I have no idea. Is it just a, it, no, it's usually a distraction from something else. <laughs> yeah. They're like siphoning off funds from all of our bank accounts, but they're trying to get us to like. It's the shape-shifting reptilians. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this, this is probably a good. Uh, <laughs> from the lab. She's always calling. Them. I'm not right about to say something. I know. Um, what do we got today? We got another. We got another. Uh, doozy. A send in from a. A loyal listener, which we absolutely appreciate. Um, we could really pick anything off of this list. Yeah, he sent us a list of one patient, and literally everything is fucked. Yeah, apart so, from the potassium, for some reason. I'm surprised he didn't get a call from from uh, the lab saying it was emailized. Yeah. So uh, we're gonna pick out the creatinine off of this one. We'll just do kidney function in general. Okay. So we had a creat of 23.01 you. with a BUN of 296. We had a big BUN last time, though, greater than 4,500. What do your kidneys look like when they, when it's that bad? A raisin. Yeah. Have to be. Or you literally have no fluid in your body. That's disgusting. You have no fluid in your body. I would love to see this person's H&H, actually. I'd like to see their CBC as well. But. You ever, like... You know, you wake up like super hungover sometimes. Like I wonder. Sometimes, if you, yeah, I know exactly what that if is. If you took your, if you, if you got a creatinine rating of what you looked like that at that point. Oh yeah. Do you ever pee and it's like cloudy? I don't know if it's cloudy. When you're I don't, hungover, I don't pee in cups. It just goes in the toilet. So you can tell though. Sometimes it looks like sometimes. there's like precipitate in it. What do you mean precipitate? Like like sediment? Not like yeah, sort of. I don't think I've ever seen sediment in it, but I've I seen some have kidney cancer. I've seen some dark shit. Yeah, I've seen some dark urine. And I had and fucking stink, <laughs> <laughs> like bum piss, like <laughs> <laughs> like back alley bum piss. Yeah, that's what it smells like. Oh, it's bad. Bum piss. <laughs> we start nothing making, worse. We gotta start making t-shirts for this show. Back alley bum piss. <laughs> um, nothing worse than walking down the street in New York City, July. It's like a hundred degrees, and you just smell that fresh bomb piss. Just baking off the off the concrete. Do you know what's even like? Do you ever go to like uh, downtown and you walk in like the stairwells and like in the parking garages, especially after like sporting events? Yes, that is some. And it just gets like it smells. They pee on on the 
first floor and it smells different all as you're walking up the stairs Change to the fifth flavors. floor. Yeah. <laughs> Change of flavor. Back alley bum piss. I could describe that as some of the beers that I've had too. Yeah. Not this one. No. Honey is a good one. Uh I always have this like what were we saying? I don't know. Oh uh, super hunkover kidneys. I always think no, so what so speaking of hangovers here, this is a good one. Mm -hmm. So what's your so say you have a you have a ripper one night. Oh yeah. And you know you're gonna be suffering the next day. Sure. So what is your hangover? Not really a cure, but what do you do to abate some of those symptoms? What what do you kind what's like kind of your go to? If you had a like if you had a perfect setup. If I'm sensible enough to do this prior to yeah, going that's to what, sleep. Yeah. Like okay. you have it all like like in the morning you go to the store, get all your gear, set it up. Oh, like you're planning for a bed. Yeah, yeah. Like yep. it's a ritual. Bender. Yeah. I yep. see. So what's your what's your setup? Like what do you have to have? Uh thirty two ounce Gatorade. Do you have a flavor that you prefer for that? Either uh either yellow or light blue. Mm-hmm. And first of all, anyone that calls Gatorade by their actual flavor name no. is no. a psycho. It's yellow or it's, or it's red. I agree. Or it's orange. I agree. I agree. <laughs> so yellow Gatorade, you drink one of those before bed. Okay. So before. that's a lot. That's a lot. And you feel like that's probably too much. You try to get it all out. You try to piss before you go to sleep. Try to get as much of it out as you can. You're probably going to wake up in the middle of the night. Uh, yeah, you're going to. But so it's the yellow Gatorade with 800 of ibuprofen. Before you go to bed? Before you go to oh, bed. Okay. Then, in the middle of the night, you will, for certain, wake up with the Sahara Desert mouth. Yep. So you need an extra one there. You need an extra Gatorade there. Okay. Glug a bunch of that. Mm-hmm. Maybe go have a piss. Get back to bed straight away so you don't lose any of that tired. You know, you go real quick. Yeah, no lights. No lights. <laughs> you, you turn the light on, you're done. No lights. Don't even turn on. If you pee on the seat, so be it. In the morning, you get that. Get it. Yep. And you go straight back to bed. In the morning, when you do wake up and you have to muster, coffee. Okay. Zofran. Oh, okay. And depending, maybe you'll need another hit or two of uh, ibuprofen. Okay. And then if you're up to it, something, you know, greasy to eat. Yeah. Like McDonald's breakfast. Or like a Denny's. Yeah, maybe like a Denny's. Because that was after we saw Guns N' Roses, that Denny's stop was was pretty legit. Oh, yeah, that's right. I we wasn't needed. very hungover after that, though, to be honest. I, I was, like, kind of dragging a little bit, but yeah. I don't know. That's weird how that happens. Like, you can have, you can be drinking one weekend, have, like, six beers and be, like, dead in the morning, yeah. hungover. Yeah. Then the next weekend. You have 18. 18 and a half beers. You know, you're running around like crazy. You're up all night. You're up till 3 o'clock in the morning in an Uber. You wake up, you're like, no, I'm, all right. I'm actually all right today. Yeah. It's weird. Um, so mine, I think what happens with me is that I don't do enough like pre before I go to bed. Yeah. Because usually I'm just, I got to go to bed now. You get in the door, you get in. I got to go to bed. Sometimes Otherwise. Sometimes clothes don't even come off. Sometimes. No, they always do. Because I'm always. So if if I have it perfect, I do a. I do a uh, oh, can I interrupt you one more, go one ahead. more thing? What else you got? Pre-bed, I always like a shower. You're always a pre-bed shower. Yeah. Everything. Mm-hmm. You always have to be in that thing. Mm-hmm. After work. Yeah. See, I, I don't. I'm right to bed. Fucking stinking like a dive bar. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Um, but before, I do like the uh, the coconut water. 
before bed. Yes. I do like to do a, a, little, a little coconut water before bed. Um, and then inevitably, I will wake up 45 times mm -hmm. with a heart rate of 180. Sweaty. Sweaty, just drenched in sweat, hot. Um, I usually get up to the bathroom like once or twice, but sometimes I don't. But whenever I get up to the bathroom, like say it's like 6 o'clock, the sun's just barely cut. You see that like little bit of like a something a, cutting through cut, your window yeah exactly that right there is a critical time for me <clears throat> make a break critical time okay you go to the bathroom probably all over the seat no big deal that's when you got to smash 800 of ibuprofen okay and chug a 32 ounce gatorade or something else that is of sufficient volume what color for me it's a, it's yellow for sure mm -hmm. because that's my sick flavor do you have like a sick flavor like a we've talked about this so many times have uh, we on our old podcast, no, uh, I don't. I can go. I can go anything. See, yellow is my sick flavor, and then the frost line. That's my like. That's your athletic flavor. Yeah, and by athletic flavor, I mean I'm still kind of hungover at two o'clock. <laughs> I go grab that from a local made-to-order gas station. Well, let me ask you this. But yeah, no, but that's critical right there. That right there, when you wake up, because you got a hit and you got a banging headache at that point. I usually do. I wake up with a massive headache. That's because you didn't pre-medicate the night before. You got to do that. Yeah, but if I hit, when I go, get up and go to the bathroom, 800 ibuprofen, it's a handful. I don't know if it's 800 or not. It might be 1,200, 1,600, <laughs> I don't know. It's a handful. And then you get that down, you got to get back to sleep though. Right. And I've kind of figured this out. It's got to be at least like another 45 minutes. Because 45 gives time for that ibuprofen to kick in uh -huh. and that extra fluid that you put on board. And then you wake up and you're like, okay, I'm half a human at least. Okay, so ideal situation is uh, two bags of saline in the morning. Well, I mean, if you, yeah, ideal absolutely. Situation. I mean, absolutely. And you're done. You're good. Tore it on Zofran in that bad boy. Right. So it turns out that every single... Like Toradol is a miracle drug. Yeah. I think our patients like scoff at it, but well, because they don't see it as an they don't they're like oh it's not a narcotic it's not allotted. Yeah. But every single amazing injury comeback in football is due to I am Toradol. Yeah. Yep. Every single one. Crazy. They're all gonna have kidney disease, but it's fine. Well, you're not doing it every day. They do a lot of Toradol, <laughs> according to sources. Oh yeah. Yeah, Pat McAfee. Oh, talked about it on this podcast. Uh, but but here's here's a question to you though. <clears throat> okay, go ahead. You're going to be next month. You're gonna be thirty. Yeah, I am. You're right. Have you noticed in the in the last couple of years that you are being more hungover for longer periods of time? Yeah, absolutely. God damn it! Sucks. So, and I don't even know like how it was even possible or like what what what's going on with that. But like thinking back to college. We drank to black out every night. Mm -hmm. Woke up and we're like, let's go again. Yeah. Without any sort of any plan. I wasn't even taking medicine or anything yeah. like that. Back but then. now at 30, we have to have a a perfect <laughs> a perfect situation of having things laid out on our bedside table and in our bathroom and have to have a prescribed regimen yeah. to even attempt to minimize the hangover. Yep. So... Have you ever been victim recently of like drinking way too much like on a Friday night? You have like plans on a Saturday. The plans have already always been there on a Saturday night. 
for like weeks. Yeah. And then Friday. And you ruin your plans. And then Friday, just out of the blue, people are like, let's go out tonight too. No big deal. Right. And you just get absolutely destroyed on Friday. And then Saturday, you can't do nothing. Anything at all. Yeah. Happens all the time. Yeah. <laughs> because this is also something scheduling, talking about scheduling. Nights or weekends or nights that I have nothing planned. There's nothing going on. I'm free. Uh-huh. Nobody can ever do anything. I know. But on weekends that I'm already working. Yeah. Or I already have something planned, like one thing planned. Yeah. I'm getting phone calls, texts. <laughs> hey, let's do this. Hey, do you guys want to do this this weekend or this yeah, that yeah, weekend? Yeah. You're like, no, mm-hmm. I can't because I already have two other things. One on Friday, one on Saturday. Why can't we spread this out a little bit, guys? Well, wait till we get the shifts away. <sighs> <laughs> six yep. weeks down the road Whatever Where, What's six weeks from now? Today's February But it's not just going to be six weeks Because you have to schedule two weeks before the six weeks So it's actually like Seven or eight weeks down the road right, At so, the end of that schedule So today's the 20th That takes you till well, When do we start this? We, 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 we start at March 3rd, I think I think so That takes you till fucking it's just the middle of summer <laughs> we better put on there our fourth of july plans yeah really <laughs> i know jesus christ and my favorite one is uh oh but you get six hours six requests yeah yeah because you get yeah on the four weeks as you get four you get one a week <laughs> and this one to six so you get six there's no added benefit right don't come at me with a smile like oh but you get six hours now it's a ratio you're dumb Stop this. Stop this madness. Stop thinking we're dumb. We are. Uh, I can't. I can't sometimes. I really can't. We're a bunch of professional nurses that have licenses and take care of critical patients. Do you think we're that dumb? Right. They do. Some are. <laughs> uh, Some are a little bit. Oh, man. All right. Um, so I didn't think you guys you guys didn't think you were going to get a uh, little hangover cure segment. I didn't think we were going to provide <laughs> one, but here we are <laughs> on a Wednesday. Yeah, we're there together. It's fine. Now, where are we at? We're at 26 minutes. Yep. <laughs> you got your hand on the dial. Like you want to wrap it up? I don't know. Do you have anything else to say? I mean, that wasn't even what we were going to talk about. It, true. We, we went right from... Uh, this person's kidney disease. Oh yeah, we didn't even talk about what we what we thought we were going to talk about. Do you want to talk about? It? Yeah, all right, let's go for it. Um, First of all, can we unwrap that whiteboard? Yeah, we'll get it. We'll get it set up. <laughs> at least it's up. At least it's up in the studio now. We'll get it set up. Um. Okay, so I guess what what I was thinking about talking about was, you know, the fact that we work in emergency. And we get a lot of patients through our doors via ambulance or the front door that are not emergencies. And I don't believe that the general public knows the difference between an emergency and a non-emergency. And I think there's also many reasons why they come to us, you know, with their non-emergencies. But that's beside the point. Yeah, I think part of it is they uh, our definition of emergency because we know what we're good at in the emergency department and we know what we should be used for. Our definition of an emergency is very different than most people's. Right. 
<clears throat> so and I think they use us as a crutch because either they haven't even bothered to call their doctor or they can't get in with their doctor and they want, you know, quick, quick results. Yeah, I think that's part of it. But they're, you know, what it ends up doing, though, is it ends up like so I'm pretty sure we've jumped the shark on stroke alerts in our department. The other day we had four stroke alerts within 10 minutes. What? Because like our criteria, there are certain symptoms out to 24 hours that you call a stroke alert for. And now what we're, now what happens is a patient that probably doesn't meet it. Right. It probably is not going to be a stroke. Right. Very low likelihood, but they hit, they hit that, that trigger pull where you have to, you have to call a stroke alert. I was over at CT with one of my patients that we had to stroke alert. Mm -hmm. CT got two more phone calls saying, you guys, do you have guys, are you guys ready for our stroke alert in room three? Are you ready for our stroke alert in room 14? I'm over there with room 29. <laughs> so what you're doing now is you're, you're putting these patients on a CT scanner right away that probably aren't a, 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 you know, whatever this is, we're digressing here. Um, <clears throat> but you, now you're holding up that scanner for a patient that probably does have a real stroke. Yeah. And they're sitting in their room with time going by ticking away. Yeah. So basically, I don't know where I was actually going with that. I think I just need to get it off my chest. Well, this, the, the symptoms now, like the symptoms that they want you to call a stroke alert for are so general that there could be a number of things why they would be having this. Yeah. That doesn't necessarily mean they're having a stroke. Exactly. You know, they don't want us to miss anything at all or because what ends up happening. Don't get me wrong. I get that. I get yeah. We don't want to miss stuff. Yeah. But at what point do you say like, that's not, a, they're not having a fucking stroke. Yeah. I think part of it is, you know, basically our doctors don't have to do an exam on patients anymore because they just have to order this or have to order that because it's a, the chief complaint says something or they, yeah. they mentioned something. So you're taking away. No, our good doctors will do. Well, they do. They they'll still do their exam, and then they'll talk, they'll look over at me and be like, "Hey, a stroke." Yeah, but they'll do that. But then they're still obligated to do the stroke workup because it's now tied to money. Yeah, right. So it turns out if they miss, like, if they don't do a year in pregnancy, or at least order a year in pregnancy on females under the age of fifty, if they miss like two of those in a quarter, they don't get any bonus. So it's stuff like that, and we get visited by our stroke coordinator on our unit. Because the patient was ended up being a stroke four days later in the hospital. Mm -hmm. They finally found it after they've done every single image possible. Yeah, the CT was negative. The CTA was negative. Everything was negative. They had these very vague symptoms that weren't. So we get visited like, why didn't you stroke alert this patient? Why didn't you do the bedside dysphagia? Where's your NIH? Where's your additional neuro assessment? They, they, they presented to us with chest pain. Yeah. They didn't say anything about neuro. Right. But then four days down the road, all of a sudden, they had something else go on or they mentioned something else to some random doctor on the unit or on the floor. They get an image. And it's just... I know. So we can't even fix ourselves. So how we expect? How do we expect the, the general population to appropriately use the emergency department? Well, here at the shift report, we have an answer. You know what? We do. And we came up with an algorithm. And... I understand this isn't going to make sense right now because you can't visually see it. It'll be put out. We'll put it out. We'll draw it up. Actually, when we're done with this, let's draw it on the whiteboard. Take a picture of it. Cool. That'll look good. 
Did you got different colors? Oh yeah, I got different. Colors. All right, nice. <clears throat> got red, green, blue, black. Good enough. So we'll start at the top. You have a symptom, and let's just say your symptom is. <laughs> we'll we'll run through two scenarios. Two scenarios. We'll two through, very different scenarios. We'll run through three scenarios, because there's there's ultimately three outcomes. There is, yeah. Number one, we'll run through an actual emergency. Okay. So you have your symptom. You're having chest pain. You're having crushing. You're having chest pain described as crushing. I don't even care what. You're having chest pain. Okay, you're having chest pain. You're having chest pain. Uh, that that branch just immediately says, go to emergency. Yeah. So, are you having any of these symptoms? Chest pain, st- true stroke light symptoms. Yeah. Drooping of the mouth, like those obvious ones. Yeah. Um, uncontrolled bleeding. Has a semi truck hit you? Yeah. Go to the emergency department. So there's a there's a there's a there's a list and and there's a list of stuff that should be just go to the emergency room, no questions asked. Yep. Call an ambulance. Gunshot. Right. These are the obvious things that are emergencies. Go, Fall from a roof. Go to the emergency yep. room. Now, on the other side, you have your symptom. You have um, you have congestion. You have an upper respiratory. Thing. No, you have congestion. Okay, That's your complaint. Okay, yeah. Because it's been recent. We've had a lot of those. You have congestion. Oh, it might be a little tough to breathe. Uh, you might have a lot of post-nasal whatever. Yeah. Okay. Are you over the age of <laughs> 90? <laughs> no. No? No. <laughs> That's part of it. That should be part of it. The first thing you do is go to CVS. Go to Rite Aid. Have you tried over-the-counter shit? Yes. Have you tried over-the-counter shit? Yes. Did it work? No. Okay. Call your PCP. Yeah. Do you know? And if you don't know what to take at the pharmacy, do you know there's somebody there? Yeah. Do you know who that person is? <laughs> would it be the pharmacist? It would be the pharmacist. <laughs> do you know how long they go to school? Uh, a long time. Almost as long as the doctor does. So, did this over-the-counter shit help you? Yes or no? Yes? Great job. You solved your own fucking problem, and you saved yourself a lot of money, and you ride this shit out. Now, take two days off. Take a couple days off work. <laughs> take a day off work. Eat some Gatorade. Lie on the couch and watch some Netflix. Yep. And just deal with it. Yep. Deal with it. Yep. Now, those over-the-counter things didn't or aren't working. Maybe you call your PCP. Yeah. Or maybe you go to one of these Med Express or Urgent Care or or your doctor has an Urgent Care. Sometimes they have like sick visits that you can get into. I understand it's not always easy to get into your doctor. Yeah. You know, on a you know rather sharpish basis, but. It's weird, weird to say that. You know, you can't get your doctor like <laughs> quickly. They'll yeah. be like, "Oh, I got an appointment uh, ten days from now if you want it." Like, no, I don't. I that. I get that. So call your doctor. Somebody will always pick up. A nurse will pick up. Maybe even the doctor will get on the horn. You don't know. Maybe the doctor will say, "You know what? I think you should do this, this, and this." I'll send some shit over to your pharmacy. How about that? It oh, sounds like there. you have this. I already I already tried stuff for the counter. Oh no, this is stuff I'm prescribing to you. Yeah. Then you go back to the pharmacy. It sounds like you probably have an upper respiratory. Blah, blah, blah. I'm going to send over some of this. Go scoop it up. Now, do you know who's actually better at doing that? Who? Sicker patients. Patients that have like COPD and all that stuff. Yeah. They're better at calling their pulmonologist, getting things over the counter, mm. like a Z pack or like yeah. steroid taper. Yeah. Or they already have them at home and they have this whole list of things that they do. Before they call their doctor, before they come to the ER, so they have their own algorithm. 
Yeah, but that sicker patients actually do it better, which is crazy. They'll do a nebulizer. They'll do a. Yep, they have their like bump, yeah. up, 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 Checklist. down the road. Yep. And if they get to the bottom, <clears> they're still feeling like garbage or they're whatever. Yeah. Then they call or then they present. So now let's go to the third sort of branch on this. You have your symptom. Let's say you cut your finger chopping up uh, a tomato for your salad, right? Because mm-hmm. you probably have dull knives. Regardless. <laughs> go. Obviously, if it's in the time frame that these joints are open, 8A to 8P or yeah. 9 to 9 or whatever it is, go to a Med Express. You don't need to clog up a busy emergency room and sit there and wait and then ultimately complain about your weight. It's my favorite part. You know? Don't go to an emergency room. Yeah. These these places are what this shit is for. Yeah. This is, this is why we have these. And you probably have 100 in your area. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, they'll get you in and out quicker. They will. You have a you had you had a fall on the ice, you know. Okay, that happens. You're kind of dumb, but that happens. You hurt your wrist. Short steps. Go in there. Get an X-ray. They'll do it. They'll give you an X-ray. Mm-hmm. Now, what you're not gonna go in there for is your fucking chest pain. Yeah, don't go there for chest pain. You have a history of AFib and your heart rate's 200. <laughs> yeah. Use some common sense, people. Oh, and then whenever they tell you that you need to go by ambulance, go by ambulance. Right. Don't put yourself on the road. They're not saying that for... When you've had multiple syncable episodes and you have EKG <laughs> changes and they they you drive to the emergency department 20 minutes away. Right. They're not telling you that... Don't drive. To... They're not in cahoots with these ambulance companies. No. And it's not so much that you're going to kill yourself, you're going to kill somebody else too. Yeah. You're going to pass out in the middle lane and you're going to cause an eight-car pileup. Yep. And then those people are going to have to use the algorithm. Yeah. Oh, oh, I see hit by a semi is on this side, so I'll go straight to the emergency <laughs> department. So <laughs> what I'm trying to say is if the general public is listening to this, be smart. Be smart, and actually there are resources online if you search your ailment or... But that's then you're getting into a gray area because then you're like, you're 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 looking at your symptoms, you're self-diagnosing. No, 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 no. There's some, there are, there are certain hospital systems have a general guideline as to where you can right. go. I and see them. you're right. Because they also say, depending on the health system that you are a part of or whatever, they actually have like symptom checker apps that are approved by the by this by like the the health oh, really? system and then that will tell you where to go right some of them also even have virtual visits with nurse practitioners doctors on your phone oh so you can get an easy prescription and those visits are covered under a cheap copay because it's through your health insurance health system i like that yep so it's another way to Say I've had this coughing congestion for three weeks, and they can say, "Okay, you know what? It just sounds like it's kind of a lingering bronchitis. You've had no fevers. You've had none of this. Let's try it. Go to the go to the pharmacy and grab this." Or maybe you've had this counter. too long. You know what? It's been three weeks. Go get a chest X-ray. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm writing a script. Bah, bah, bah. Go get. And it. They can even see you. They say you look like trash. Yeah. You look sick. Yeah. So, um, so what? What's how do we thought we? How do we think about this? Well, we thought about it oh. because our fucking ER was just so busy yeah. with bullshit. Yeah. You've seen our memes recently, too. Some of those memes reflect. Yeah. <laughs> um, Which but, all of our content is our own. I want to say that. Absolutely. You and I sit and we make these. 
yep you'll send me like i'll send you or you'll send me an image and you'll go meme this yeah and then we'll we'll brainstorm it yeah back and forth <laughs> come up with something and up it goes yeah or no usually it's made and then uh put into a folder because we don't want to put like four up in one day because right. sometimes we, we got have a heavy meme day we got a backlog yeah um but i think i brought this up to you whenever we talked about this that certain countries have made er overcrowding and misuse a national health emergency well I'm... so they actually have these posters yeah and everything listed yeah everywhere right where it basically says like were you shot are you having chest pain yeah are you in cardiac arrest can you breathe can you breathe basically are you dying yes so the the whole dying stuff go to the er call call like it's over like in Europe and Australia. So it's yeah. like call one nine, call one, one, one. Yeah. Whatever it is over there. Nine, 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 nine in Britain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but they also have the ability though. They give their paramedics and stuff, the ability to basically say, you don't need to go to hospital. Oh really? Oh yeah. They have a lot more leeway with that too. I don't know. Some of our medics, I would not give them that leeway. No, but they're also, the the medics over there are actually a government entity and actually go to college for it. Oh yeah. But that's a whole different story. Actually if you're interested on YouTube, there's a pretty cool uh show from Australia about going to uh paramedic college oh, yeah? and being a trainee. Hmm. Yeah. Pretty cool. Uh yeah, what we're saying about <clears throat> our um like last night. Last night around 11 I get a patient from a nursing home sent in only symptom is her legs are weeping her legs okay. her legs are swollen and they're weeping so she already has some probably underlying stuff her her she is um she's seeping through a bandage every 30 minutes and she was when you know yeah so we get in there we we take the bandages off you know, obviously there's some, I mean, her feet are cold, very cold. We couldn't palpate a pulse. We couldn't find it with the Doppler and we could barely find it with the ultrasound machine. Yep. Now that's to me, that's to me an emergency because of the, the lack of blood flow. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Now this patient told the facility, I don't want to go there. There's nothing they can do for me. She is a DNR. She doesn't want any stents or bypasses in her legs like she's 91 then she was she was like with it enough to know that she didn't want to go completely alert oriented knew everything yeah she was like if anything i could have admitted her for depression yeah she's like i just want to die yeah you know she um she didn't want anything done and our doc's like well what should we do for you like we'll we'll do some labs we'll do an ekg just to say that we did something but everything was fine yeah there's nothing you can do for stuff like that. And yet we're getting that in our emergency room because I don't know. There's so many issues. Yeah. No, and that, that's just so dumb because you know, you shouldn't take away the pa- Like if a patient's totally with and they just happen to live in a personal care home because they have like a complicated medical history, Yeah. but they're with it. They're not in a dementia unit. They don't have dementia. Right. Why are you forcing these people to come to the emergency department? You're now taking away even more of their independence. Yeah. So whenever they stop eating and drinking and taking their meds, it's the only thing they have control over anymore. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's a whole different thing. 
And then uh, what what gets me all the time? They send over patients for nausea that's been going on for like an hour. Yeah. And the patient has a PRN order for nausea and it hasn't been used for four days. Right. They didn't try anything. You have the orders. Yeah. They're right there. Nothing else in their assessment is priority. They have nausea. We've talked and a about PRN. Right. There's use no... use your use your license. Yeah. There's no critical thinking at all. No. And I think in the last podcast, in one of our earlier episodes, we talked about these long-term care. Oh, that's a whole different story. We talked about those. I mean, they get the raw end of the deal a lot of times, but they're super, they're so, they're super simple things. Yeah. Because do, do they realize, like, the amount of money that has to now get spent by, I don't know who, at that point. Yeah. And the you're putting the patient through, you know, another ordeal. An ordeal, which includes an ambulance there. Yep. Uh, a workup where we find nothing. And if we have to stick them 12 times for an IV. Yeah. And then uh, you're going to wait for, I don't know, God knows how many hours for a wheelchair van to get them back. Yep. Thus clogging up one of our rooms, thus making him or her sit on our cart for yeah. God knows how long watching dumbass TV. Yep. Just w- eating sandwiches and stuff. Yep. I mean, I wouldn't mind that. It's not a bad day. Our sandwiches are disgusting. You, I wouldn't eat one of those sandwiches if it was the last piece of food on really? earth and I would just starve to death. I wouldn't eat wow. one of those. There was a random... Because do you know why? I see these old people eating them with like no teeth and everything. They, they, they're like... <laughs> it's all over them. It's all over their face and that just grosses me out. So it's not even so much that it doesn't taste good. It's just it grosses you out. You've seen them eaten by... That's part of it. People gnawing on it with their That's gums. part of it, but like I'll, I'll open it for them, you know, if they can't open it for themselves i'll open it and i'll put the if i'm in a really good mood if it's the start of my shift i'll put the mayonnaise or the mustard on it for them do you open the mayonnaise with your mouth Mm-mm. no <laughs> but i'll do that the lettuce and the tomato inside's frozen, frozen all the it's time like fucking gross so how about there was in the one fridge there was a uh a roast beef i saw that did you see that yeah yeah random random we but never no, get roast beef but there was no this was like in a like in a, a takeaway salad container. Yeah. With yeah. with with no Yeah, I saw the no lettuce, tomato. Nope. It was roast beef and a piece of cheese on it. What was the cheese? Was it Swiss? Probably. It was white. I don't know. It's probably Swiss. And it was like on a like a whole wheat bun. Yeah. So random. And the meat was on there like it was a big slice and it was just slapped on there. <laughs> it wasn't even like folded over to fit. Yeah. It was weird. Well, I guess that's our little rant today. <laughs> that's a 46-minute rant. Um, <laughs> let's draw that up real quick. I'll take a picture of it. We'll put yeah, it on, we'll post it up. Put it on Instagram. Um, if you guys want to talk shit about us uh, or if you hate what we're talking about, DM us. Oh, also, um, if you like Facebook as well, too. I don't know if some of you guys don't do Instagram at all, but we have a Facebook now again. Nice. The Shift Report. A lot of cross posting of our Instagram stuff on there, but um, um, but yeah, hit us on there, share, like, all that stuff. Uh, make sure you guys are tell them how to find it. The Shift Report. Okay. <laughs> Is the Shift Report podcast? The Shift Report. Okay. Yeah, the Shift Report. Because that's different. Yep. Um, and then, of course, tell all your friends. Tell your friends. Tag them and shit. Rate, uh, review, subscribe on on iTunes. We're on Spotify as well. 
We're on Google Play. We're all over the place. We're everywhere. We're everywhere you are. Actually, I don't think it was somebody else's. The like uh. UPS, I think. Um, <laughs> we love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Have a um, good, have a good rest of your week. Yeah, absolutely. Cheers. Love you.